Hey everyone, and welcome to the All Eat Zone podcast on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, we're here for our WCW Nitro episode three and four review. Uh, as you know, last Monday we did a Fall Brawl '97. Well, our first was episodes one and two of Nitro. Now we're doing Fall Brawl, and tonight's episodes three and four. Um, if you guys like to join along with us, if you have Peacock, you can go under Peacock. Uh, we're doing three and four of Nitro, and uh, you can watch along with us that way. And if you need to know the time slot, you the timestamp, uh, just comment and we'll tell you. But like where we're at, if you know how Peacock, maybe they'll have it on YouTube. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if they would or not, but I don't think so. <laughs> if they did, it'd be like a match. Super matches. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. be. I get mine. See, keeps on trying to make me watch Monday Night Raw from this last Monday. Hmm. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> See, I think this episode, I think you have Lex Luger and Ming going against yeah. each other. Almost got Whenever you're ready to play, I'm ready. All right, I'm going. I'm ready. Yes. You get that commercial first, or fixing to find out. Yeah, I got commercial view. <laughs> yep, it's a WWE commercial, actually. Yeah, SummerSlam. That's what I got. Mm-hmm. Triple H is time to get some better music for your pay per views and shows. <laughs> I'm sure a lot's about to change now. A lot's oh, yeah. about to change. He's uh as today he's head of full creative. He everything goes by him now. Yeah. No bro- oh, I got the old fashioned intro. No more name changes. Yeah, go back to Walter and Pete Dunn and don't <laughs> don't mind change it. Go if the name fits, fine, but change everyone back that was good, change them back to who they were. Yeah. But fire Baron Corbin. He's the first person you get rid of. <laughs> fire Baron Corbin. <laughs> or <laughs> or send him to I don't know, send him to catering or or no, that's just a waste of money. Let him run catering. <laughs> If you're gonna make budget cuts, you make budget cuts, people like that. Is this the yeah, yeah this is when um Steve Michael starts his dog. He's gonna bring his dog yeah. on every episode. I'm trying to remember the dog's name. I used to know it. It's on the tip of my tongue. He'll probably say it. Pet uh, I don't know what he <laughs> called it. Mm. 
<laughs> mean Gene. <laughs> the ambulance pulling in. And Paul White, or the Giant, debuted at uh, Fall Brawl 95 yeah. in the uh, War Games. It's just so weird him popping out of a damn ambulance. It's just <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Why is there an ambulance there? I guess he's referencing putting Hogan in the ambulance. Oh, there. But that was a weird decision to to have him brought in through an amp, you know, by way of ambulance. <laughs> Could have been a better way to, you know, have him come in to the to the promo. Say, no, I got it. Let's just put him in the back of the ambulance. Have him come out. Perfect. There goes Can you can't blame Vince this time? <laughs> this is the only time you can't. <laughs> You can't blame Vince. Right. And now in the future, it's going to be you can't blame Vince. No. Exactly. Deja. Deja. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that 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 voice that he used to use when he was doing the giant. That, <laughs> I'm glad he dropped that. <laughs> it's such a goofy voice. It could. Uh, I know. No, you ain't got to give some update on Hulk Hogan. Just keep on going with the show. <laughs> the American males. The thing is, I mean, it's, as funny as that gimmick is today, looking back, they were a top tag team in the WCW at the time. They were, they were a top tag team. Yeah, I have to say. At this point, they were one of the top tag teams, both Bagwell and yeah. They had the I, championship belts numerous amount of times. Yeah, I could see the characters being wacky, but the, in ring they were one of the best. Like kind of like Billy and Chuck, that gimmick. Right. Went, went a little bit too far, but <laughs> but they were in the ring. But the gimmick was way too too much. But, yeah, like they were at that time the greatest, the best tag team. That, but I'm glad they didn't do what they was at the very end of their wedding. <laughs> they were supposed to kiss, but Billy Gunn and that, to that. <laughs> but Billy Gunn refused to do that. They changed it. Man, that could not fly today at all. I wouldn't do it. Beautiful Bob Eaton. <laughs> During Tennessee, this event. Bobby. Uh, who is it? Was Stevie Ray or? I think both of them are jumping on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bobby, you ain't coming out tonight. See the Harlem Heat and American Bells and all. Well, they're probably mad about losing their tag, not winning tag titles. Mm-hmm. Wait, they did win. Uh, 
I forget. But like they're mad. Yeah, at they did. They were the tag team champs at this point. But they're mad at. Oh wait, no, the other team that. Um, at that Bobby. time, it was. Uh, at that time, it was um, Stephen Regal and Bobby Eaton. They were tag teaming Blue Bloods. What was the team? Uh, Buff Bagwell was really young there. <laughs> Who's screaming? <laughs> what was that? What time stamp are you at? Right now I'm at oh six thirty three. They're just about to fight. They just got through like doing the whole doing the whole six thirty bar fight thing. Six forty now maybe. Yeah, it's six. Yeah, you're. Uh, yeah, I'm at six forty nine now. They just got order into the match, and they technically now the match has begun, <laughs> even though they were fighting way beforehand. I'm at seven o seven o eight now. Yeah, we're about the same spot. Oh, Lane popped out. I know he put on. I don't know if he's sick or what, but I know he put on Facebook that he was wasn't feeling well. Hmm. I, don't I don't see how how they could wrestle in pants like that, like how Buff is wearing. I don't see how they can do that. It, it seems like it would be uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't see how anyone can do it. Like the tag team uh, at Fall Ball that went against Palm Heat, we're in mm-hmm. the. Stevie Ray with the boot to the back. That was clever. The ref didn't even. Well, yeah, the ref did see it. He saw it. Like Hall of Heat and their prime, man, you couldn't stop them. They're they're probably one of the t- they're like the top team next to next to American Males because I remember American Males and Harlem Heat used to they had a big rivalry back then. That's what I, that's one thing I remember. They had a ri- big rivalry. I think one of the biggest rivals they had were like Dirty Dick Slater and and Bunkhouse Buck. I think that was like one of their bigger rivals. Whoa, <laughs> Booker T definitely took his head off with that kick. Is everything better now, Lane? I think his mic, I think your mic might be out. You're not muted.
Love Bob's Bender. Yeah. <laughs> oh. You see that sign in the back? We want. Yeah, we we, we, we want it all. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, this is. See, fans these days complain about OAW is taking shots at WWE, all this, that. Mm-hmm. Back in those days, there were shots left and right. Oh, yeah. From Eric Bischoff spoiling their show, from WWE mocking <laughs> Eric Bischoff and Ted Turner. and That uh, was funny stuff. <laughs> Billionaire Ted. And then they made a new Kevin, well, Diesel and Riz Ramon. They had, wasn't, I think everyone's seen they're coming back and stuff, but it's knockoff. Mm-hmm. So if this was today, they wouldn't, everyone would be complaining about that. <laughs> but it makes it entertaining. Yeah. It does. Oh, they won. Whoa. American Mel. That was an up, upset. Pick up a quick one on that one. All because of American Mills <laughs> with the win over Hallroom Heat. That was an upset. I was, it was like it's for attack titles too. Yeah, they it was like one win. of many times they won the belts. They only had the belt for a day because Bob Raw was on Sunday. This is next night mm-hmm. for, for a day. Yeah, <laughs> a day. Because <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Parker came out there and distracted Sherry. <laughs> Bobby Heenan. It worked great with MJL. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful and Johnny B. Bad. I remember back then Johnny B. Bad being a really popular character, but not really going that high in the card. But yeah. he was like tremendously over. Yeah, like uh, definitely with his like so far from what I've seen, like these days, he's a he's putting awesome match on top of awesome match. He hasn't had one bad match, I'd say. Yeah. I was the, I was the match at a fall brawl he was in. I know we had one match against Flying Brian. Yeah. Oh, I I'm trying to remember myself. <laughs> it was this last Monday, and then fall brawl caught. Every match he's been in has been a top-notch match. Like, his match is, I hate to say it, but kind of beat Paul Brawl. The War Games match, and that was the the whole event was yeah supposed to be around that match. See, that's the thing. I think his better days were in his WCW days, because once he got to WWE, they kind of buried him, like, badly. I think once you take the Sable Bomb, I think you're pretty much buried. Yeah, it was Johnny B. Bad versus Flying Brian mm-hmm. at Fallball. But he, he I don't think your mic's working. He, he, I don't think your your mic's still not working, man. We can't even. I've had that happen to my mic too. 
Ric Flair. Try restarting everything, whatever you're on. Who's Ric Flair? Is he going against Ming? Or no, that's Randy Savage. Or... I think he's going against uh, Brian Luke. Pillman. I know Flying Brian's in this. Oh, he's not even wrestling yet. Yeah, he's going against uh, Pillman. No, in Tennessee, and someone's one of my, Miami Dolphins. What do those signs say? Because uh, it's hard to see those signs. I was trying to read it myself. <laughs> That's another thing. If, if fans are going to make signs, make it to where people watching on TV can read these signs. <laughs> I seen part of the sign. It says it said it, what the first letters I seen was M O N. I don't know if this is Monday or. I think. Yeah, I think oh, no, I still can't make it out. People these days couldn't handle it like back then. Everybody be canceled by the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But back then they were bashing each other for radio supremacy. Can you hear us now? Uh, can you hear us? We just can't hear yeah, you. I think yeah, I think it's probably your mic or something. Because we can hear us, I mean, you have no, you have no issue there. It must be the, must be the microphone that you're using. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, at that time in '95, they weren't used to. Cuss words on, but that's it, true. I say Stone Cold made that popular. Stone Cold, yeah, because a lot of people weren't doing it before him, and then once he did it, it kind of opened up the floodgates. I mean, people were people doing to it. cuss and all I mean, that. They were doing it '95 and Raw, WWE, and WWE. They were doing it a little bit, but when Stone Cold took out, when he went full Stone Cold, he really, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't like this. It was. I think the Austin 316 promo kind of that changed the game right there as far, as, far yeah. as what you can say in your promos and how you can how can you, how characters can express themselves. Yeah, I feel like that's when Stone Cold really took off at King yeah. of the Ring. We, see, I wish we could watch these Saturday night, but I don't see how they have all their stuff on there and then they don't have that on WCW. Because I remember they had they had, they used to have a lot of big matches on Saturday, on WCW Saturday nights. Yeah, they showed so they showed Sting and Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, they they had a lot of Dusty Rhodes on Saturday night. And like they're, uh, I could be wrong, but I think they filmed uh, Saturday Night Live in Universal Studios. Oh, it's theme song. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's I, an annoying theme song. I guess it goes good with it. <laughs> This character, but yeah, it, it totally fits him because it, it's an obnoxious song, and he's such an obnoxious character. During that it's time, perfectly. Pro- during that time, it probably worked, but 
Everyone's booing him too. Yeah. Is he supposed to be the face or? No, he's a heel. He's a major heel. But he presents himself like, hey, I, I love myself. You should love me too. <laughs> Crowd split between Hogan and Randy Savage. Yeah. I've always been a I've always been a, a savage kind of kind of fan. I mean I have I've never really been into Hogan. I I got the I got the appeal of Hulk Hogan when I was a kid, but I was never really a, a quote unquote Hulkamaniac. I was never really yeah. one of those. I was more in the more in the macho man. I thought he was cool. Yeah. Like I would I'd say when it was Ultimate Warrior and Hogan I was Ultimate Warrior. But Hogan's not that good of a wrestler, I would say. No, not but really. <laughs> for that time, maybe, but I don't know. It, it just seemed like he could only do two moves. Pretty much. I mean, that was really his moveset. It was a big boot and a leg drop. But <laughs> guys like Savage, Warrior, Piper, that could do more than just two moves. Yeah, they were technical wrestlers. And then if you ever notice in Hulk Hogan's matches, the opponent's always doing like a sleeper hold on him, like 10 mm-hmm. minutes, like 15 minutes in, in the match. Like you're just sitting there, choke or like on the ground doing a, some kind of submission hold on him. And then he gets yeah. fired up and then does the... Because uh, he can't wrestle. <laughs> I hate to say that because one day if he comes on here in this pod, God, be bad. I'll but, tell him to his face I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be afraid to tell him. I mean, he's, it's not like he's a god. I mean, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll be like, hey, I was more a macho man, dude. I mean, I was never really a Hulk fan. He just threw a frisbee. Yeah, I just Hogan was just a merchandise seller. I say, yeah, he, he probably... can move merchandise like nobody's business. He's pro- he probably made millions and millions for both WWE and WCW. And yeah, I'm sure he did. Most of that went to his wife or his ex-wife. Vince, all that money went to uh, paying stuff off. If you... Yeah. Because <laughs> divorce is expensive, especially if your name is Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he... Is he married still, or well, no, he is he remarried? Last I heard, he, last I heard, he remarried some much younger person who looks who looks a lot like a younger Linda. <laughs> this match should be pretty decent. Oh, he went straight to the knee. I mean, Paul Arndorf, he was involved in a lot of, you know, top-tier angles back in the day. Like, like there was one with him, Hogan, Mr. T, and I forget who else. There was a bunch of people. Uh, uh, Roddy Piper. I was just, involved in that whole angle. I was just playing Booker T, I mean, Mr. T on the WWE 2K22. They had this deal. I bought the biggest package. So, like, whenever DC, DLC comes out, I automatically just download it, and it's on there. Oh, and, cool. And the other day, I did uh, Mr. T versus... It was Mr. T versus The Rock, I think. 
<laughs> That's a cool sounding match, though. But I tried to make a four and four with the A team versus Nation of Domination. <laughs> That'd be cool, I, though. <laughs> I found two of the other A team. I just trying to find the other one hmm. on the community on the community creators thing. People make them, and yeah, people do great jobs doing those doing those creators, uh, creating a wrestler, and they yeah. have these uh, uh things where they um make arenas and everything like that. I mean, they are out of this world some of these things that i'll be that i'll be seeing yeah like i'll do uh universe and i'll do like ring of honor AEW. yeah it looks exactly like it could be an AEW game like they really i don't even know how you would do anything like that but i recently did you get a commercial mm-hmm yep yep <laughs> uh I'm doing this ROH thing and I couldn't find some photos. So I was able to go to the, the 2K thing and I was able to upload photos from my phone to the game. Yeah. First time, first time I've ever done that. It makes things a lot easier when you're creating things. Yeah, because so, sometimes it's already on there. You just download it. But Yeah. I will say this game is the, way better than some of their, past, like some of their recent games. That was definitely better than 2K20. Definitely better than that. Like, they really upgraded from a year not even having a game, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a few gripes, but, you know, by and large, I enjoy playing the game. Steve Marker just bashed WWE right there. He's, he was talking about the gobble, was in the Gobbly Gooker. Oh, he, yeah. And he just mentioned a <laughs> turkey or something. <laughs> It's actually the guy who was played the Gobbly Gooker was uh, Hector Guerrero, it's Eddie's right. bigger big brother. Yeah, I knew him a lot from TNA. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he did a lot with TNA. Looks Dude. just like him too. They look just like each other. Mister, you Paul sailing out inside the ring. <laughs> Yeah, he ain't gonna last. Suicide dive. Uh, I don't know what that was supposed to be, but <laughs> he just—he just. He just <laughs> I don't know. He—he he barely oh, touched me. He went right to the ground. There we go. That—that's uh, better. I don't know what that was. I thought they were trying to. Kick him or he didn't touch him, then he just fell down. I, I, yeah, see, he just fell. I would not be doing that. It makes you look stupider than the person you messed up. <laughs> Jinder, Jinder Mahal. He's the biggest one. Yeah, Jinder. <laughs> oh, I'm just doing. Oh. Remember, Paul Dropper was his move. Was Paul's finisher, I think. I like Mark Marrow. He does a lot of uh, motivational speaker stuff now. Yeah, he does. Paul Dropper. No. Oh. I don't think anyone's going to get a power driver. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, he said on him. 
He won. His shoulders weren't even on the mat, though. If you look at uh, if you look at Johnny B. Bad, his shoulders were really not on the mat because he was getting out of it. The ref counted it anyway. Fans give him, yeah, he's not well received by the crowd. <laughs> I'd have thought Johnny Bad would have won that, but. It was an okay match. I thought it would have been a little bit better. But... It was a little long for what it was. I thought it was going to... You would expect yeah. that to be a shorter match. I thought that Harlem Heat and American Mills would last a little bit longer and that would have been cut short. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> the way Bobby's looking at Eric, it's hilarious. Baywatch. Ernie Savage. Yeah, I know what happens here. Um, I think it's... I don't know who it is, but someone... Someone's going to put... Someone's going to attack Randy Savage or something in there. Yep. It, oh, Sullivan. yeah, it's Kevin Sullivan. Okay, uh, yeah. Now I remember they did this whole episode... What's on Baywatch just, when they were doing the wrestling thing? Through sand. <laughs> Wait. Well, you think now, about it. What would you do if you just walk, if you're walking down the beach and you just saw this? Would you not laugh? <laughs> Especially looking at Kevin Sullivan. Fire. <laughs> It's like this dude with some pain on his face just beating up this guy who's just lifting weights. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It'd be a funny image. Just walking down the beach and you see Kevin Sullivan beating up Macho Man. <laughs> Andy Savage. I bet Hulk Hogan, I don't know if he was doing a movie at this point. I'm sure he was. I know he's not really injured. Because I knew it during that time. He did a a TV show. Yeah. uh, What the show was called? Thunder in Paradise. Yeah. And it was based in Florida. Mm hmm. You're This thing, nobody else could get away. Nobody else in the world can get away with wearing the stuff that Macho Man used to wear. Nobody else could get away with it. He looked cool in it. Anybody else would look goofy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Especially some like Baron Corbin. Right. <laughs> I used to. I, I thought Baron Corbin could have been a big name, but they just rushed him to the main roster too fast. I felt like. Yeah, I remember Vince McMahon had a had a huge thing for him. He was ready to push him to the moon. He, he I don't know if Baron Corbin. You don't know if he's in the hospital. You were there. 
You were there at the main event. The movie sets where he is. Caleb Conley, thanks for watching, Caleb. Yeah, appreciate it. This was September 18th, so next pay-per-view should be Halloween Havoc because it's October. I think so. Uh -huh. <laughs> I see I just see Jay Lethal right now after seeing him do yeah that his black thing. machismo <laughs> especially right now with him with the beard and it's yeah. kind of the way he was in T TNA a little bit personal And I mean, at this time during this during this particular angle, Lex Luger was really the most, you know, less trustworthy person in the out of the whole thing out of everybody. He was the one that he was the one that you know you couldn't really trust, even though Sting trusted the hell out of him. Yeah, Sting was the only one that really stood behind him out of it all. And I know once once you know Luger turned heel. I mean, every I mean most of the people were like, "Well, we all we saw that coming." <laughs> Mario Neely, Stiger, and Luger. Yeah, at this point, looks like they. Well, in this part they were. I don't know when they turn on each other or what happened. That it was Luger that turned, and Sting Sting wasn't with all that heel stuff, and Sting kind of. Drew his line in the sand, after you know, as it were. Yeah, I bet on uh, a nitro or something they go against each other pretty soon on niggas. If you notice, sometimes whenever uh, Sting and Luger walk out together, whenever Sting is looking at Luger, Luger's giving the fans fives and everything and acting like a face. But as okay. soon as Sting turns around, Luger's like saying, "You know, screw you, leave me alone, don't touch me." He he's going heel as soon as as soon as you know Sting turns his back, and I think that was probably one of the coolest things about his character at that time that a lot of people didn't notice. Like like in Sting's face, he's a you know, and whenever Sting's around, he's a face. But the second he's not there, he's he's healing it up. Flying Brian and Ric Flair, main event. Maybe for our next episode is much Randy Savage versus Kevin Sullivan. I guess based on what happened at the beach. Mm. So you 
Go to the storyline. No better place to do it than the beach. I remember that. I remember that kind of intermingled with, with what they're doing with Baywatch. Because I remember watching that episode of Baywatch, whenever they were all involved in that. And it's pretty much they're pretty much having. I think it was like a cage match in that in the episode that they were on. They're doing some kind of cage match that Hulk Hogan was involved in. I forget exactly who all was in it. For all the night, um, just scrolling through, probably it looks a lot different a little bit. Hmm. It's got like they're down the ramp and Triple H is by the ring. Hmm. Roman. Roman Reigns tells Theory, analog situation, your daddy's not here anymore. This is my ring. <laughs> That's good. And theory out of <laughs> they, they actually addressed Vince not being around anymore. That's pretty That's pretty cool. We could be talking about his dad, but we know who he's talking about. We know about. exactly he's talking We know exactly who he's talking about. <laughs> Because Vince was Vince was the one who was who was championing him from the jump. He was he was pushing theory from the jump. How else he thought he was supposed to be in the hospital? Right. <laughs> From the most, and I thought I thought Giant threw that thing. He tore that thing up. Unless they're replaying it, unless they're replaying Giant ran over it. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, this is. Yeah, they're replaying it. (laughs) I mean, but honestly, honestly speaking. Hulk Hogan's monster truck was was much 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 better looking than the Giants. <laughs> yeah. Go. Yeah. I remember the Undertaker used to have his. Uh, I think the, I think the Undertaker's monster truck is still around. There was one named the Undertaker. I think that's still around though. Yeah, some people around me say that. He he used to come through Memphis from his motorcycle around, and I don't believe that. Cause someone, <laughs> I was down on Bill Street one time. And they said he was going by, and I looked. It wasn't even. St- it was not the Undertaker. He he had long hair, but it was not the Undertaker. I know. A <laughs> I know a difference between the Undertaker. Yeah, I know. Also, down here in Texas, I mean, if you if there's if you hear about an Undertaker sighting, it's probably true because he goes all over yeah. the place. In he Texas. goes in Texas. Thanks. Yeah. Recap of uh, Fall Ball. Well, Triple H has actually got Roman Wrestling tonight. Oh, really? Huh. Six man tag, but. You couldn't, get Brock, for you couldn't get Brock Lesnar on a roll for Melton. <laughs> it's 
been years since he's wrestled on like a weekly show. Probably SmackDown when he left. Hmm. Kevin Sullivan just. Some people just weren't cut out to be in the ring. All right. He's more of a good manager, I'd say, Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, I agree with that. He he's a better manager. He's uh really the Dungeon of Doom is really building them up. <laughs> yeah, so at this time he was still a Brian was still a huge baby face. Yeah. I think once the Dungeon of Doom stuff died down and all that, that's whenever um, Kevin Sullivan and Brian Pillman, that whole angle came about. Where the whole, I respect you, Booker man. I mean, that's pretty much when everybody found out at that time that Kevin was pretty much running the show as far as creative. So in a way, I guess you can think of like that whole thing with Brian Pillman and Kevin Sullivan as their curtain call, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Rick Furley gets all the pyro right now. Yeah, he's getting all of it, man. <laughs> no one's got power this whole, but like in the intro, but oh, the whole night, he's the only one that's got power, I think. Of course, the Nature Boy is going to get his power. Oh, they went right for it, too. I'm not wasting time. They're going to get their match in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're messing getting cut short. Oh, the referee's getting on the top rope. Yeah. <laughs> they did that at the fall brawl. Yeah, the same ref, too, I think. We need yeah. a referee like that nowadays. That would be refreshing to see. Oh. Ric Flair coming off the top rope, I mean. 
You won't. You don't see that anymore. You won't see that anymore. Hopefully, you won't. <laughs> Hopefully, you won't see that in this last match. <laughs> like Rick, get the hell down from there. What are you doing? I wouldn't be surprised if tries to pull off something crazy. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I hope he doesn't, because. I don't know how that's going to go down. Hmm. I thought you got some pretty good matches on the card besides Rick Flair's match. Yeah, it's actually a really stacked card from what I saw. No, I don't know if... Uh, have you heard about the Jonathan Gresham thing? Oh, about him cussing out... Uh... About him cussing out uh, Tony. Yeah, Tony I don't Tom. know what about. Has something to do with communication with him and Tony, and I don't know what it was about. But at the pay review, normally the world title would have been the main event, but they put that match on first. Like it was a good match, but he didn't come yeah. out with his. He didn't come out with his stuff. He just came with a shirt on. Hmm. But the match was good. Uh, I, I hope something's worked out. Because uh, I don't want to see Gresham leave AEW. I mean, yeah, yeah, I love him there. I mean, he's great there. Hopefully, something's worked out. Hope so. That's a great talent they have there. Yeah, and see for the uh, Rick Flair's Rick, Rick Flair's last match, Jonathan Gresham was supposed to wrestle, and he said that he's done wrestling for the foreseeable future. Really? Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. City Machine Guns versus American Wolves. Yeah, I think I like a matches on here. Yeah. I think the best match probably won't even be the main attraction, Ric Flair's match. The matches. Match is supposed to be, but Ric Flair and his match ain't gonna be. It'll, it'll probably get the best crowd reaction out of the whole thing, but probably, yeah. I mean, really, they're there to see Ric Flair's last match. Yeah, they moved it to a bigger arena. It's supposed to be the National Fairgrounds. They moved it where AEW normally comes. That's a big arena. Hmm. Well, not yeah. big, but for that kind of event, it's it's pretty big. Kevin Dunn's supposed to be leaving WWE pretty soon. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot about that. And if Kevin leaves, then Bruce Pritchard's going to end up going. Yeah, he's still with them. But Triple H is head of creative. He, so he, he's probably come up with ideas, but Triple yeah. H don't like it. It's not going. Hmm. I, look, I look for him to leave next. I don't know who else was left. Well, Nick Khan. You're not going to get Nick Khan out since he's co-CEO now. Right. See, that's the thing. I wouldn't be surprised if it was Nick Khan who, yeah. who blew <laughs> this whole thing open, man. Like, this I has would been not going, be surprised. Like, this has been going on for years, but like, how they've been investigating this since last year, but 
someone I wonder who came who reported it first like who who spilt it out to news sources and stuff I mean you gotta think who has a motive to someone get Vince McMahon out of the way like and, a law like a law, law firm or someone someone higher up had to have done out of had to have said something to someone I keep thinking it's gotta be it's gotta be Nick Khan, man, because he, I don't know, I mean, because it can't, it had it had to happen from the inside, so yeah. somebody from the inside had all this information and is releasing it. Maybe that was Triple H. That would be funny. But I'm leaning towards Nick Khan doing that. Yeah, man, because like him, him seizing control. Actively of the WWE. I mean, him and him and Stephanie are in charge now for now. But who's to say what's going to happen a year, two years, three years from now? They might want to sell the damn, sell the damn company. You know, I mean, yeah. Vince with Vince no longer having that much, you know, the power that he had, it'll be very easy for them to sell it off to like Disney or somebody. Yeah, right now he's just Vince the man. Not with the company, but he's like a shareholder. He'll he'll always have a shareholder, some type of thing with WWE. But yeah, that was a pretty decent match with Flying Brian and Ric Flair. That was really good. It's president, but Triple H and Stephanie be the owners. But Nick Khan probably won some party. Right. I mean, and with Nick Khan having more control over over everything, I mean, I wonder they, how they can he, go into they can go into different ventures that they weren't able to go into due to Vince being around. I wonder how they got him in the WWE. Like who? Vince hired him, but who? I wonder how that all became. Thing. That's a good question. I wonder that myself because I knew that he was. Uh, I knew that that. Uh, I know he probably doesn't have no wrestling experience, booking experience. Not really. I mean, he has a huge background in business and stuff like that. Yeah, he just cares if money's rolling in. If money's rolling in, then he doesn't care about the product. Yeah. I mean, it's been a lot of it's been it's been a handful of things that he's been responsible for over the, the years. Who, he's the one that released a lot of those people. Well, of course, Vince was the final say, but mm-hmm. so I think a lot a lot of their major international deals that they've made worth multi millions of dollars. I think. I think Nick Khan had a huge hand in all that as far as like, you know, the whole Saudi Arabia thing and all this other stuff. And I mean, I'm sure he had a huge hand in it over the years. Yeah, they got Saudi Arabia for who knows how many more years. I I think the deal was worth like 10 million. I could be wrong, but. That sounds about right. I know it was a good amount of money. Japanese. He was on WWE. Kenzo Suzuki. Yeah. 
Kevin Sullivan had his eyes crossed. Mm-hmm. All right, going right into episode two or episode four of Nitro. I think I'm probably going to get a commercial going into the fourth one. Probably, yeah. Oh, no, it's going right in. Yeah, it's going, yeah, it's going straight, straight in on mine, too. That's It'll surprising. There'll be a commercial coming up pretty soon. Oh, yeah. See, they're trying to make, even with YouTube, trying to make people buy like their premium or no ads. Hmm. Save money, I'd just rather watch everything with ads. Exactly. Like I mean, the, like the money the you only, save, the money like, you save, you can pay for Netflix or something like that. Like, there's no difference in it, really, besides no ads. Like, you're not going to get anything. Nothing new. All you're going to get is no. Or you, all you're going to get is no ads. Right. I mean, that's pretty much all you're paying for is, is for them to take away the commercials. <laughs> Michael McMichaels and Bobby, man, they had a rivalry that was so hilarious. I'm wondering how did Steve Mongo McMichaels get into the Four Horsemen? I forget all, how all that happened. I would say get him on here, but he's not really doing too good in health-wise. Last time I've seen a picture of him. Yeah, I've seen that. Sad. Yeah, he... was completely different. Yeah, I don't... I don't want to say he won't. It's just uh, he probably won't be around too much longer. I would. I don't. I don't know what he has or what type of illness he has, but he hmm. looks pretty. He doesn't look himself. Yeah. Who was the first guy that came out? I know his name. That's Alex Wright. Alex Wright. I knew his, yeah. I knew who he is. Just going for a now. This is going to be a squash match. <laughs> this isn't going to be long. Any disco match isn't too long. People are dancing to that stuff. I don't think he really ever really got over like he thought he did. Because... To this day, he thinks he got over big time, but I've never—I was never really a disco fan. And TNA, really in- and TNA, and like when they first started NWA TNA, he was pretty good at his promos. He went way too far with some of the stuff he said, but now he was good <laughs> at maybe promos, but the gimmick itself did—I don't feel like it got over. It's—it's <laughs> it's a gimmick that had no ceiling, really. I mean. Uh, or the ceiling was hit before he even stepped into the ring because it was. I mean, personally, you, you you know you can't you know you can't take that serious. You know you know you can, you're not you're never gonna hear oh Disco Inferno was a great champion 
You know, <laughs> you're never really gonna hear stuff like that. But I mean, as far as like this carny gimmick that that he can pull around around, you know, that he can do around the world, sure. But you know, it didn't really have any legs to stand on as far as competition when it comes to any gold, you know. See, uh, Cody Rhodes, this was a while back, but he said that, like, this confirmed was bashing AEW at the time, and then Cody Rhodes sent out a tweet, a retweet on when, well, this confirmed was saying, stop, you know nothing, you have drawn zero dollars. No fan has ever left the show thinking about you. You were lucky (laughs) to be juiced up. Double life over with the boys. Type in the air where you hid in plain sight, co- coasting on other success. Couldn't hang down, can't get booked now. <laughs> Not like he was lying, I mean. Mid Ooh, that was nasty. Pass. I mean, that's the thing. I've always saw Disco Inferno as like glorified enhancement talent. I've always just seen him that way. I've never really seen him as this awesome wrestler that that could, you know, who's a ring general or some shit like that. I never really saw him like that. It was just like a novelty, you know? It's like some, some wrestlers you don't take serious. It's like Disco Inferno is one of them. And if you listen to him today, he'll talk as if he was this great, you know, warrior of the ring. And, I mean, people weren't even feeling him like that. You know, people weren't even into him like that. At this he show, pissed himself over, you know. At this show, like, I really doubt any fan was there, like, wearing discount for no merchandise. And Peter, right. Hogan, Peter Hogan, <laughs> Randy Savage. Maybe Luger or Sting. Probably them for, and, and maybe Rick Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't see one person. I don't see no disco mania <laughs> going on. <laughs> and the thing is, I'm not saying the guy's not talented in the ring. The dude is talented. The dude had the dude had you know what it takes to get it done in the ring. I'm not saying that he doesn't. I'm just saying like. Character. He's not. He's not as his character wasn't as awesome as he would, <laughs> as he would want you to see that it was or perceive it to be that way. But his in his mind, he was a he was awesome as hell. <laughs> Alex but Wright, to, you know, like Alex Wright. I hope he. I'm going for him in this match. I don't know who wins. Yeah. No, Alex got yeah. it. Yeah, roll up. You see, like, the truth is, I was more of a fan of Alex Wright back then because he was a legit athlete in there doing this thing. He can actually wrestle, and he didn't get a bigger he didn't get a big of a push as I would have liked to have seen him get when I was younger. But Alex Wright was one of those dudes that, whenever you watched, you're gonna get a good match. Yeah, uh, 
Uh, this WCW. Yeah, Alex Wright. He was one of like out of the young guys in the roster. He's probably one of the best. Yeah. I know when he first started in WCW, he was undefeated for a long time. <laughs> yes. See, that's the original belt right there. That's the original yeah. heavyweight WWE. championship. You can tell. You can tell because it has a dent. You can it has a little dent on the top of it. That's you can tell that's the real one. Yeah, WWE just look on the top of that belt has the WCW written on it, but mm -hmm. WWE just took that off and put WWE just made it their own. They want to bought the company out. There's a story about how that that title got bent on the top. I forget the story, but there's a story behind it. But that's how you know it's the real one because it has a little bend up top. If you look carefully, you can notice how it's kind of kind of a little bent at the top of the belt. But Jimmy has his hand over it now. We've already seen it. We need to cover it up now. <laughs> See, I don't know why they didn't keep a belt like that The same design It's a In great w design, I missed that In WWE, because like, now their belts Like Universal and World look the same Just two, two different colors Yeah, red, red, one's blue And one's black Same as the women Blue, red, tag, blue, red I swear, Hulk Hogan did the same promo every time. Every single time, he did the same one. Yeah. Who's this, uh, Sergeant Pittman? Craig Pittman. Craig. He was actually a legit sergeant, I think. Like a real, he was a real one before he started wrestling. Because he wrestled in the army, I believe. commercial yeah, that's old school so I remember this never to a slim gym yeah did, did you get a commercial yeah I'm going back now yeah I got a slim gym
because yeah, I know the Macho Man and Luger do eventually end up getting into it. It probably happened their next pay per view. I think this is before this is before Lex Luger got with Elizabeth. I think at this point Elizabeth was still with Macho. She came to WCW in the NWO, I think. Linda. I mean Elizabeth. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Macho's ready to go. Try to play around with kids. Licks got down there fast. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'm coming. You wanted me down here, I'm here. Got the black and white. Not the NWO yeah. yet, but to start. See, the Macho's always saw through Luger's crap, though. Yeah. He ain't buying any of it. I mean, because once, once Lex Luger goes, like, full-on heel, everybody's going to be on the same page that Macho was on. They're going to be like, okay, now see why you're so pissed off. I'll see what you, I'll see what you saw in Luger. It's great storytelling, actually. Yeah. Come to next week. Oh, loser leaves WCW match. Neither one of them leave. So no, no one's going to win. Someone's going to win. That's what I was thinking. Neither one of them really go anywhere. <laughs> he, he's still be there for a while. Yeah. Right? Savage once leave the WCW, I don't think. Well, maybe towards the end. I think towards the end, he was done with it. They once he knew that. It wasn't going to go nowhere. Right. Yep, that's, that is the, the, the next pay-per-view. Halloween Havoc.
That's a classic. Fight. That's actually one of the like a very classic WCW pay per view. Is there's '95 Halloween Havoc. That's Ultimate Classic. If you want to watch, like, like the the blueprint of old school wrestling back when WCW was like at its height, you can watch Halloween Havoc '95. That'll tell you everything you need to know about it. Everything you need to know about WCW at that point in time. Yeah. Machine versus machine. This is the monster truck thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the one that I've been set I've been talking about Bobby Heenan and it was so made it so dramatic. He really sold up. He did, really did. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't know what we're gonna do for the main event. I don't know what we're gonna do for the nitro the next night. I mean we gotta I do mean, if you listen to him, you really think that the giant was dead. <laughs> yeah, at that time. There was yeah. no like ours today. Then they kept on asking people in the back, are we still having the main event? Are we still having the main event? I mean, it'd be kind of hard to miss a giant falling off of a huge building. <laughs> I wish they were still would come back under. Yeah, I don't know if that'll ever happen. Even with, even with Vince not being there, I still don't think they do that. Because I, right. I, I realized how hard <laughs> that, that they did that <coughs> took to win that war. But if it did come back, yeah. I don't know. Who It'd be really... hard to replicate it, though. I mean, because you can only you can only trap lightning in a bottle once. They could. They would really have to revamp it. Like not like this. It'd be something totally different. Yeah. It wouldn't be like anything like this. Like maybe a flashback. I'd like to see a flashback episode of something like this, like on AEW or something like them do this exact setup, like one night, like one night. That actually would be really cool to watch, though. WWE used to do that. They used to do like the old WWE. The old school episodes, yeah. Yeah, they don't do that. The old now. school Raw. Yeah, I don't know about this match. <laughs> yeah, I always see the other guy fixing. Let's see, I don't think they're going to give this match that much time, though. Craig Pittman, he's pretty good. Is that his name? Yeah, he, yeah. he was pretty underrated back then. I don't See, this other guy was on Smack. He was on WWE SmackDown. Kenzo Suzuki. I don't know. Was that the calling here? But yeah, that's the same dude. He uh, he had that Japanese one with him to translate. Like I always remember his matches of John Cena. Oh, right on the oh my god! Right on cement. That has to hurt. He did a little bit too extra on that going outside Ugh. the ring. <laughs> Taking the mat off. There. Yeah, I remember oh. the I remember he used to break people's arms, man. I know that hurt. Yeah, his back was Ugh. I know. 
today, if he's still living, that stuff's coming back. That stuff's coming back. <laughs> Wouldn't doubt it. He's probably had more. He's working that arm. Yeah, his name was a little bit different here at Kizawa. The same guy, just different name. Yeah. He was working the arm. Oh, he's still working on it. Whoa! I thought he was going to land straight on his feet for a second. Now Pippen's working on his arm. <laughs> yeah. Listen, the Rock's going by WWE. I don't see that happening. The Rock's going to buy it. I don't see that happening anytime soon because he's got movies planned it up until 2025. Yeah. Plus the XFL's coming back and all that. And yeah, and he's, he's got a he's, lot on his plate. He's the owner of that. I don't think he wants two companies. I don't know if he. Vince did that, but WWE hmm. and XFL and movie, he's going to give up something. Yeah. Because he's he's doing the Black Adam. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a part two to that. He's got probably all kinds of other movies. If I was him, I'd buy up the WWE studios, the, their, their movie-making studio. I'd buy that up. Do they even make movies still, like the WWE studios? Uh, I they still make movies, but I, I forget when the last one was. I think the last one I saw was was one that Dolph Ziggler was in. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And that was the last one I saw from WWE. The Marine used to be really good. But that yeah. John Cena in it, and they put Ted DiBiase. Mr. Kennedy was in one of them. Mm-hmm. That's when John Cena was kind of big. Start when he started doing the Marines. And... Yeah, he had a lot on this plate back at that time. John Cena still does, I think. Next to The Rock, I mean, he's the busiest wrestler working. I don't, I don't know what, how he would do all that. Like Fast Furious Ten. See, I'm looking at the movies that he's upcoming for him, but all these movies are already filmed, really. He has a superhero movie coming out. Yeah, Black Adam. Like yeah. all the all the movies I'm seeing, uh, it's already been filmed. Like there's nothing left to do besides waiting for it to come out. The busiest man in show business. Hey, I don't, I don't know how that worked with trip. Triple H just he just got creative control and moves me up that fast. <laughs> I mean, if if he was gonna lose, if he was if he was gonna lose control of creative, I could see them handing it to like Paul Heyman or somebody like that. It'd be a lot of money to do that. I mean, because Paul Heyman, as far as creative, I mean, he'll be a great fit because he did a lot of ECW's creative back in the early days and brought it to its glory. 
So I don't know what's going to happen with that. That's why I'm, I'm sticking with AEW because I know for sure nothing, no one's going to buy AEW. Right. <laughs> or if they do, it's not going to be 10, 20 years from now. I don't. True. Someone asked Tony Khan would he buy WWE. He, <laughs> he said, I have no interest. Because people forget that he has other duties besides wrestling. He's part owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. He owns. Yeah. A soccer team in UK. He owns a soccer team. He has a lot of media outlets. He's the owner of. Hmm. Then, like, then, like I heard him say, like he takes into each job during the day. Like he sleeps now, and like all of his AEW ideas, he works on at at midnight, and then by day, when well, no, it's probably all day, probably. Hmm. I don't see how he keeps a balance and everything. I know me neither, man. I don't see I don't see how they can do that in that business. I mean, it's it's a moving business that's always busy, you know. A lot of people complain to Tony about communication. And that's when like you got talent relations, Christopher Daniels and other people, they should be doing mm-hmm. that's they're there for talent relations, but I could see why Tony he's busy all the time, but Something's gonna have to give with that, because there's a lot of wrestlers who's complained about that. Blind Brown. Yeah, this is when the new Four Horsemen's fixing to be formed. Yep. All time. Pillman just being so, I don't know, extra with everything and over exaggerating everything. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah, he's, he's like that a lot of his promos and stuff. I heard, uh, I heard uh, Jonathan Gresham was the only one to leave. Uh, Tully Blanchard is no longer with AEW. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't know why. It's two different. wasn't the same reason. See, I'm wondering what was going on with that because I never really heard. I didn't really hear any story behind it. I just heard that. Uh, what's his name? Um, what's his name? Bottom, uh, bottom out. I forget his name. Yeah. Uh, like they basically, I know you're talking about. Like he basically, in the storyline, bought him out, and I said they wrote him off. Yeah, that's know. all I've heard. Like I didn't hear behind the scenes stuff. 
I know it said something about he owned a prison ministry something. But hmm. his issues in Gresham is totally different. But now, that group, I don't know now because he was the leader of the group. Totally was. Yeah. Gresham just joined. He's out. Greg Blanchard's out. Now it's just Brian Cage and the other two guys. But I thought in that match, Brian, like Brian Cage had the biggest crowd reaction besides FTR and Yeah, I noticed I that when did. I saw the replays of it all. I thought Brian Cage did great for, and you you could tell if his team that he was the leader, really coaching. Yeah, kind kind of his guys, but I thought Brian Cage did great. And I'm not I'm not just saying that because I'm a huge Brian Cage fan. But... Safe to say, he's number one fan, probably. Yeah, I would hope to think so. I hope, I hope to think so with that. <laughs> See, I just bought their T-shirt with all four of them, all five of them on it. Now they're not together no more. It hadn't didn't last long either. No, not long at all. <laughs> but I hope Brian Cage and AWs more because I don't know when the next ROH fan is going to be. It could be until December. So they're going to have to use Brian Cage at some point this year. Yeah. And from what I've seen from the pay-per-view, I mean, if that's the if that's the kind of cap, you know, if that's the caliber of, you know, performing that they're going to be doing, I mean, I don't think it's going to be hard at all for them to find, a, you know, a network deal, a TV deal somewhere. Yeah. I yeah, mean, because that, that, was, that was a great show. Now... FTR don't want to admit it, but they are the greatest tag team of all time. I feel like now, after the match with them and the that FTR versus Briscoes too, mm-hmm. that sits them as maybe not the best tag team of all time, but at least in the top five best tag. They're up of there. All time. They're totally up there. Like when when their career is over, they'll be one of the best of all time. Oh yeah. That match, when I thought it was over. I thought that match was going to go all night. But there was no debuts on Ring of Honor. That was surprising. That really that was that was surprising. I was expecting to see at least one. Yeah, they didn't. Or... I was expecting to see maybe Candice LeRae, Johnny Gargano, but maybe I don't know. Hmm. I don't know who else they would have got really besides John Gargano. There's not really any Sasha Banks, but I don't see her in our way. No, not yet, at least. I mean, no, I think it could be in the future. I think if she was to come, she's going to AEW at first. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> Randy Savage versus Taskmaster. Yeah, Randy Savage is definitely winning this match. Unless no one's anyone cheats. See them. <laughs> 
You see, you got the Zodiac on the outside of the ring. I mean, Kevin Kevin Sullivan has the advantage at this point. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. That cannot feel good at all. Bruce the Bar Beefcake. He was on a Zobiac. Yep, I remember the only things he would say was yes and no. He wouldn't say anything else. He'd just be like, yes, no, yes, no. Yeah. And why that was, I have no idea. They never explained it. No one ever explained it. it that's just how it was. <laughs> yeah. There's, and that happens a lot in wrestling where nothing, nothing is explained. You know, weird things could happen in the world of wrestling that's never explained at all. Like who hit Kevin Owens with that pie? Nobody knows. Yeah, no one's talking about it either this day. <laughs> was was that Thanksgiving or? I think that was on. I think that was a Thanksgiving show. I like the Halloween one, two thousand two, with John Cena. Uh, oh yeah, that was yeah that was, that was goofy. I remember that. <laughs> that's when he was. Starting his thugonomics thing. That's what he was yeah. Doing. And he was vanilla ice for Halloween. He was flirting with Stephanie. Yeah. They did that for a little while. Um, like they didn't run with it then, but they kept they kept on doing little things with that. Yeah. I remember Jocelyn got to spank Stephanie once. Yeah, that... <laughs> I always like well Zobiac has Bristol Bar Beefcake the best. I thought that was his character. It's definitely entertaining, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how I know him not as Zobiac as Bruce the Barber Beefcake. Yeah. I've met him. Uh, I think after I think after this, he did the disciple for a while. Because I remember he was the he was the booty man. Then he was a zodiac. Then uh, I think he went to the disciple. Oh. Even though there's Getting a the choke there. slam. <laughs> oh, that was a nice choke slam. Oh, what time stamp are you out? See, hold on, let me get my controller. Hold on, one second.
at 33, uh, 3401. Somehow I got way behind. Highest on these ads or commercials. You got some ads? Yeah, so that's probably what got me. Hmm. Come on. What time slip are you on? Don't think froze up. I'm at 3514. 3514, okay, cool. Right now, the Paul White is annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I know this match wasn't. I knew someone was going to cheat. But Brandy Savage would have won that match. Well, damn. <laughs> Couldn't even finish the match properly. I guess Luger and Ming next. Well, I would have put Randy Savage and Past Masters main event, probably. That would have been a better main event, yeah. I'd have switched to the bigger story. Yeah, like th that's the biggest. Well, Luger is kind of. Yeah. Kind of is. But I prefer. Or they could have had uh, Savage and Luger team up to go against uh, Zobiak and Ming. Yeah, that could have worked too. You could have yeah. totally something different in that third match. Halloween Havoc. In the old school commercials. <laughs> so nostalgic. <laughs> Luger's still out there, too. That makes sense. <laughs> I guess Invader. I haven't seen Vader a lot. I know he, he was supposed to be in that fall brawl. But he hmm. got injured, and they replaced him with Flex Luger. Really? I'll be right back. Yeah. Damn, Ming is charging after him. And Luger's down. Ming ran out and started beating the hell out of him. What is that? He just... Ming is just pretty much coming here and just... Eating the scraps. I mean, he's... <laughs> Folks, if you're just tuning in, we are watching 
Nitro, Monday Nitro, episode four, actually, right now. If you'd like to watch along, hop on Peacock, go to, w, go to WWE, go to WCW, and go to Nitro, and uh, join in. Please subscribe if you haven't. And see, at this point, I think, at this point, this is during the time where everybody was pretty much, you know, speculating on Luger and his allegiance. And eventually he does go heel, but, you know, he did play the part as as uh, somebody who was pretending to be a babyface. Sorry about that. Someone... There's something wrong with this door. My dog just missed let himself in. <laughs> it happens. And th- then the door doesn't lock. I don't think. Hmm. Megan Luxlooker. I'll, I'll always know him as Haku in WWE. Like some people, that's how I'm always going to portray him as. Like if Randy Orton yeah. came, if Randy Orton came to AEW and came by a different name, I would not, I would always call him Randy Orton. Ain't no way I'm gonna call him something else. Like like th- just those kind of people, you can't change their names. True. Like that's like The Rock going back to Peter Mavia. Well, that was a good name at that time, but. Yeah, I, I mean, it fit them at the time, I but I think with the with the way they're changing all the the putting the attitude in into the whole thing, I mean, I think it was kind of a kind of a progression thing. Like he had to move with it. And if he didn't, he'd get ran over. So it all worked out for the best for the rock in life, not yeah. just in wrestling. He's set for life, like money wise. Oh, he. Definitely. <laughs> he ain't gotta worry about he ain't gotta worry about anything money wise. He I hope AW comes to UK soon. Oh, uh, I think AW next summer they've talked about going to UK next summer and doing a UK tour. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. Yes, yeah, it's it's, it's uh, Jim Ross said it's definitely in the next calendar year. It's definitely gonna happen. They'll probably go to Canada too. That'd be great, man, because I know the UK, they're, they're yeah. huge into wrestling. I mean, they're huge fans of wrestling in the UK. I know that for a fact. I remember uh, when Raw was in the UK and Pete Dunne made his debut against Enzo. Like, that's, yeah. the hot, that's the hottest. No, like that was the last show I kind of really watched in the UK on Raw. That, fans were into it. Hmm. Like that, It was like WrestleMania for them. Yep, they love their wrestling in Britain also, just as much as we do here, you know. Yeah, like Canada. I kind of hope Full Gear is in Canada, out there in Toronto. Hmm. But for Full Gear, it's really never a destination. Like, Double Nothing's always in Las Vegas and all out, always in Chicago. Revolution and Full Gear is the two that doesn't really have a destination like every year which that's good because hmm. I, cause I get, they're going to wear out Chicago I'm going this year to it but they're going to wear that out the same market 
Yeah, that, yeah, they, that's a way. Yeah, that's a good way of thinking of it. That's true. Because I've already been to every arena in Chicago. Like, eventually, going to wear out the market. Not going anywhere. Like to new places that haven't even had a like in Arizona, they haven't had an AW show yet. Yeah. And Phoenix is a big wrestling state, more wrestling city. Oh yeah, definitely. They love wrestling in Phoenix. It was SummerSlam? It was two thousand something. They went to Phoenix. It could have been the one where it was, it was the Nexus versus John Cena and, and Bret Hart came back to wrestle. I think that could be the one. I think I think you may be right about that. I it, think wasn't, so. it wasn't that one. It was around that time period. Hmm. No, Ming, aka Haku, he was once a king of the rings, well. Yep. Who was the first king of the ring? Winner. Oh. So the guys I know that this one is William Regal, King Barrett. Thanks, Seamus. Possibly may want it. Stone Cold. Owen. Yeah, Seamus won it once. Maybe. Owen. Uh, I know William Regal, the main one. I, uh, King Regal. Was Billy Gunn ever king? No, Billy Gunn wasn't uh, king. Do you think a lot of AW guys leave for WWE? Uh, not right out of the bat. I think they're going to see what the changes are going to be. Like, they're not going to jump the gun. And, because how, how do you know it's not going to be the same? Right. I, I, I think or I, I, if I was them, I'd wait and see how it was going to be before, you know, jumping the gun. But, right, I agree. Like, give it a good year or so, maybe, and see, what, of, see what's going to happen. Lots of guys like Adam Cole, Kyle Raleigh, Bobby Fish, Claudio, Joe, they're not going anywhere. Like, at least not for the next five, six years. They're not going anywhere. Hmm. Now, Kenny Omega's contract expires in February next year, but he's not leaving. No, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think uh, the reason he's really not supposed to be coming back to next year, I, I heard, but he's going to come back this year. I feel like he's wanting to do all these dream matches while he can before it's too late. Yeah, I can understand that. Well, Ming won this mm-hmm. match. That was embarrassing. <laughs> Lex Luger. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think anyone's leaving that fast. No. Now, I do think a few people might go. I don't know who, really. I don't think any big-name talent's going to be moving from AEW to WWE. Nope. Well, I think you'll probably see some mid-carters or somebody lower on the totem pole that might go to WWE, but not yeah. anybody that's on the on you know the top cards. Yeah, I think maybe Stu Grayson or something like that may go, but any big names like Adam Cole, people like that, they're not. And even if they did, they're gonna they're gonna see how it goes. Right, because I know after experience that they, they've done that over there, they're gonna make sure everything 
is good over there. Hmm. Yep. Neither one of you is leaving. It's probably a count out or someone's going to attack them both. It's probably a good match, though. Uh, Randy Savage versus Lex Luger. Yeah. I feel like this episode, episode four, is better than three. I but think I so, too. I think it has a lot more of the story progression. Episode three had a little bit more tag team action. But this episode had a lot of storyline with Dungeon of Doom, Luger. Well, especially yeah. Luger, Luger and Savage. Yeah. Where's Sting been at? He wasn't on either either of these. Well, I know they I just noticed that. I know the advertisement for that Saturday night thing. He yeah. wasn't on Nitro. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think I think the fourth episode was definitely the better one. Yeah, the third one tag team. But they were both good in their own way, but I think the fourth one was a little bit better, like story. Yeah, yeah. Build, building the storyline. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it for the WCW 3 and 4. Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next week, we'll be doing 5 and 6. I guess we'll keep yeah. on do, doing this till the very end of WCW, because I'm curious to see. Like, right now, it's good. It's good product to watch. I'm curious to see how it dwindles down. Like, right. <laughs> like the downfall. Uh, wait till the Vince Russo years. Yeah, I feel like it's when uh, David Arquette won the world title and Vince Russo won the world title. And I feel like it's Yeah, that's that when it all sank. <laughs> I feel like it's around that area. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll be back Wednesday for Dynamite, Thursday for Carly's show. I probably won't be on for that. Someone else will be on there with her. Not 100% sure about that, but definitely all uh, the Ollie's on social media accounts in the description below so you'll know uh, who's going to be on there and start times and all that. And then Friday, Rampage, of course. But yeah, we'll see you guys this Wednesday for Dynamite. Yep, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Peace.